Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be how to meet more high quality women. Now, this is a video. The reason I chose to do this particular topic is I get asked this question quite a lot in my phone sessions because about eight, I'd say about 80%, at least at the present time, about 80% of the phone sessions I get are somebody that's trying to save a relationship, got dumped, got friend zone, they're trying to turn things around. Or they just, they're trying to get over a breakup and they're having a hard time meeting new women. And so this is a good topic to go over. So I got a quote that I wrote in this particular topic. And then I'm going to give you guys some ideas. Because it really goes down to your lifestyle and your social circle, where you live, work, and play. So the quote says, It's infinitely easier to grow your confidence, happiness, and success when you have emotionally compelling reasons and choices. It's way easier to seduce charm and display charisma around a woman who knocks your socks off than a woman who you think is average. It's almost impossible to reach your full potential in your career if you don't like what you are doing for a living or the people you are working with. An average looking man who is surrounded by beautiful women where he works and plays is going to be way more attractive and confident around women because he has more great choices and options than a good-looking guy who lives in a town with only one traffic light. Live and work in a place that gives you unlimited entertainment, career, and social life options. Scarcity makes you fear loss and makes you less attractive. Abundance makes you more attractive, confident, cocky, charming, and willing to walk away from mediocre friends, lovers, and jobs to find better ones. So a big thing that I see when I do phone sessions with guys is a lot of times they're commuting to their job or they got a good job and they just don't like the area that they live in. Maybe they're trying to save money, but there's just nothing going on socially. And ideally, you want to be able to walk out in a perfect world. It'd be great to walk outside your door and just have lots of things going on. Lots of bars, lots of restaurants, lots of shops, lots of places to interact with other human beings. So if you're single and you live in a cookie cutter subdivision, well, more than likely, most of the people that you are living with are going to have families or they're going to be married and so there's not going to be a lot of people in that neighborhood to meet and date in most cases. Unless you're going to friends parties and neighbors parties, you might meet a, a single friend. But the idea is you want to increase your odds. That's why I, you know, I've done videos in the past where I tell guys to go to beer festivals or wine festivals or farmer's markets or go to the mall and go to a place where there's a, where there's a high concentration of strangers, obviously women in particular so you have a lot of options a lot of choices and a lot more people that you can interact with like living in a big city like if you live in LA or New York or maybe down like a downtown Miami someplace where there's lots of high-rise condos you're typically going to have more people that are single and aren't established families because people when they typically start families or have families they end up getting a house and they kind of live out in a subdivision with other married people. And so if you're single and you're looking to meet people and improve your social life, it's just going to be better for you numbers-wise 
to be in an area and think about it. It's like I talk a lot about having an, an abundance mentality. If you got lots of choices and lots of options, what do you have to be? You have to be discerning. You've got to be a little bit more critical. If you've got too many choices and too many options, then you're going to want to obviously get the best that you can get. But like I said in the quote, if you're living out in the middle of nowhere and there's one traffic light and there's three single women that live in that town, that's going to be really hard to meet people. And that's going to affect your confidence because you just have limited particular choices. And as you can probably notice, my background is a little bit different. I'm, I got a new place now. I moved from the beach place. And it was a great area. I loved living on the beach. But like during the summer, because it tends to be like a touristy type of area, it's like the community would turn into a ghost town. I might go down to this giant pool and I'd be like the, myself or there might be one or two other people out there. And in the season, it'd be packed. And I'm a very social person and I like to meet new people. And so I moved to a new area that like I literally walk out my door and there's lots of places to shop and to eat and to hang out. And there's lots of single people. And what's interesting, you may have heard this before, if you live in a condo or you know people live in a condo, it's like there's two, they say there's usually two types of people that live in a condo, newlywed and nearly dead. But what I've noticed is that you have a lot, tend to have a lot more single people that live in condo communities and people. And what's nice about it is, like I've said many times, like attracts like. People that like the same things tend to like each other. So like if you live in a city like New York, I mean, you literally, you live in a high rise, you go down, there's going to be restaurants probably in your building on the bottom. There's going to be people, you know, places that you can go to shop in the neighborhood and there's just always people out everywhere. But it also can be a downside as well. So you, before you go and buy a place or lease a place, you got to think about what kind of lifestyle do you want to live in? Like my place in downtown Orlando, I don't really spend a lot of time up there anymore. And I've noticed over the last eight, 10 years that there's a lot more homeless people around downtown Orlando. At least, it, you know, even though it's really nice, it's like, Pretty much everywhere that you walk, it fucking smells like piss because you got homeless people, you got people doing drugs. And I'm starting to see the, you know, the same kinds of signs that you see. You hear about the story, the horror stories of people that live in San Francisco where there's like buckets of shit on every corner and people are trying to run their businesses and they live in nice neighborhoods. And, you know, you, you walk out your door and you got to, you know, step over a bunch of used drug needles. I mean, it's not like that. In Orlando, but I've just noticed a significant amount of homeless people, and so they just fucking piss and they defecate everywhere. And so you're walking around downtown, all these nice places. This is downtown Orlando, and you smell like piss everywhere you fucking go. My uh, my one of my brothers-in-law, they were telling me they live in Seattle, and the politicians there, well, I guess you know, because they want to take care of everybody. They've attracted a really huge homeless population, and they live in a nice neighborhood right off the downtown area. And if a homeless person, you know, the area, if you've ever lived in a neighborhood that has like the sidewalk, and then the, you know, the area in between the sidewalk, sidewalk and the street, that's city property, but you have to maintain it. Well, the way the laws are is that. If a homeless person wants to come pitch a tent in that area, since it's public property, 
you got three, four hundred thousand, half a million dollar house, and you can have homeless people like living in your front yard, and the police won't do a damn thing about it. I mean, if I was a homeowner living in an area like that, I'd be pretty peeved about that. So you got to take into consideration where you're going to live, where you're going to work, especially if you're really fucking busy. If you live in a in a suburb or you live in a, a community, you're going to have to travel for a social life. And so I'm all about path of least resistance and things being easy. And it's nice to walk outside your front door and just see hundreds and hundreds of people walking everywhere. So if you're single and you're looking to meet more people, it's really super important to live in an area where you love the restaurants, you love the places to hang out. Because what's also nice is when you you live in a cool neighborhood, women that you're dating are going to want to come to your neighborhood and hang out because there's so much to do. And like I talk about often about the logistics of sex is that if you live, if you're going out on dates that are close to your house and you got lots or where you live, there's lots of places you can walk to. You're not having to worry about drinking and driving or Ubers or anything like that. You can go and you can go have fun. You hang out, you have fun, you start making out, things start progressing, and then you can go back to your place. And as you've seen from the videos I've done in the past, I got a lot of cool things to do in my house. I've got a dartboard, I got a pinball machine, and just recently, my new place, I got a couple, something I've always wanted. It's some old school arcade style video games because I'm always entertaining. I always have people coming over. Obviously, I've got a big liquor bar. I'm not much of a drinker myself. I don't hardly ever drink liquor. I'm more of like a beer, beer kind of guy. And I like to entertain. And people love coming to my home because I love have a lot of fun things to do. It's like right now, it's raining out. It's shitty out. And the weather sucks. But I can have people over later and we can hang out and there's lots to do. And it's obviously great for my dating life as well because i got a fun place to hang out i got lots of friends and lots of family that got, got little kids and so they like to come over as well and hang out because there's lots of fun things to do so that's something that's really important that you got to consider so and if you haven't read my book i talk about this stuff extensively three percent man you can go to my website and you can read it for free at understandingrelationships.com by subscribing to the newsletter on my website. You can also read my second book, Mastering Yourself, by going to my website, subscribe to the newsletter. I give everything away that I teach for free because I really care about people. I really want to help people. I get success stories and I, all the time from people, and it's very rewarding for what I do in life to have all the struggles and all the difficulty and all the things that I've gone through that people on the other side of the world that maybe can't afford the money for, especially like if they're in Africa and some of these really poor countries where I get lots of success stories, that they can learn from me and they can improve their life and maybe they send me a donation years down the road or maybe they tell a friend about it. I care about making the world a little bit better. I'm thinking about legacy. I'm thinking about what's going to happen when I'm no longer here. Because at the end of the day, all of us have a limited amount of time on this earth. And you want to enjoy it. And someday when you're gone, it'd be nice for people to say, you know what? That dude, he really gave a shit. And he really made an impact in the world. And he left it a little bit better than he found it. 
And so if you're struggling, you're in a situation that you need help with, whether it's a professional challenge or a personal challenge, I also do one-on-phone -on phone sessions or Skype sessions. You can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com, and book a coaching session. And until then, I will talk to you soon. Thank you.